0: Our grog, hey everyone, it's a sideshow podcast with me, Peter Fickling, Kerry Warbis and Matthew Weir. We said last week he was going to be up to his eyeballs in boxes, distracted by uh moving house, but it seems like he's going to let himself have 45 minutes off to talk to us. Matthew, how the devil are you?
1: I'm all right, yeah. Um, I'm actually just here to represent Jimmy Page's estate.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear, is he dead or what? He's not dead. Oh, well, there you go.
1: Don't you follow the tabs? He's in a near weekly uh, battle with Robbie Williams over Robbie Williams living next door in his noisy man cave.
2: Oh, how marvellous that both of them are annoying the f- out of each other. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking
1: forward to being that rich. I mean, to be honest, Kerry, given mm. that you let your daughter get to nearly adult age thinking Led Zeppelin was one
0: bloke.
2: Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I failed as a parent in so many ways.
0: Mm. so uh, all those septuagenarian nonce fans out there sorry for getting that wrong about, <laughs> about jimmy page it was really bad yeah. of us too but no. um, you
1: know <laughs> yeah, there is yeah. something quite dodgy in his past isn't there yeah. involving one woman for sure
0: so let's chuck an ad in and talk about the only thing that's worse than jimmy page's past the archers way I'm like a stuck record, so I'm just going to shut up. Guys, what did you think of this week?
2: I enjoyed it more than the week before.
0: Controversially.
2: Yeah, and to kick things off sort of controversially again, I must say that I really, really have enjoyed Martin Gibson and George. Yes. This week. Uh, Not necessarily for what they've said or what they're doing, although I think Martin Gibson, actor man, is so funny. I loved him sort of barging into the interview and just taking over and sitting in um, the wrong chair and everything. And George, I think, has played a blinder this week as well.
0: The, part of the reason that Martin Gibson is so enjoyable is he gets a lot of bluster out of Neil. So they make quite a good back and forth. He's going yeah. like, to and I think we'll do this. And then, oh, but no, no, I'm just struggling with my manners now. Oh, uh, but Martin. And it's like, you know, you get quite a good little repost.
2: Yeah, I yeah, really enjoyed that interview. Thing. It was it was very frustrating, clearly, because Neil's been stitched up like a kipper, it's that thing. <laughs> um, but, you know, can it be the making of George or is he going to just fail massively?
0: This is where Matthew tells us he's worked in a um, um, an <laughs> uh, indoor pig unit because, you know... <laughs> just it's one of the few things I haven't done.
1: Uh, well, mm. how has George pulled it off, first of all? I mean, Hannah thinks tonight it's just because he's cheap. Doesn't mm. he? And Martin's just uh, seen the seen the balance sheet, and just know, knows that he can kind of manipulate him at the same time as appearing a mentor to him. Mm. I just because there was all this power to the people stuff a few months ago when Hannah Neil and Jazzo discovered Martin Gibson's blind date episode, and they were able to yeah. renegotiate Jazzo's contract and the hours and all of that. And I was wondering what George has. I think he's probably found. Like Martin and Pam's OnlyFans or something, and this this is how he's got the interview. But yeah, I like I quite liked Hannah. It's very rare that I like Hannah, and I enjoyed Hannah mm-hmm. tonight. Putting him in his place was it she said something about like, uh, "Don't think so, mate." <laughs> like when yeah, he said he was going to go and sit in the office, and just and he did quite. Neil did or Jazz had pointed out before that they were just looking at cars last time he was yeah. in the office, and we found out tonight he bought he found Pam a new hatchback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: but but like trying to save money by employing George is rather short-sighted, isn't it? Because he could wreak absolute ha- havoc and cost a lot of money potentially.
0: But will he? And I
2: also, hope like
0: you know, I mean, I'm I'm hoping that George actually has a bit of a kind of damasine moment mm. and not necessarily sees the light, but at least kind of his ego. Let's put it this way: it might be his ego. That makes him a good worker. He might realize that he want he doesn't want Hannah to, you know, mm. be able to walk away and say he's done a terrible job, and yeah. and also like you know, if you, as nepo babies go, it's a fairly it's not exactly Harris <laughs> Hilton, is it? <laughs> getting the getting the job at the pig unit,
2: getting that gig. I think I I really really yearn for him to prove everybody wrong. Yeah, and do a yeah. really good job. Um, I thought Emma was really naggy towards him did you hannah yeah hannah spoke awfully to him as well and i know it's because she's wary of him but you know if that was any other new employee you can't talk to people like that can you just sort of let him fail in front of you and then tell him off he hadn't actually done anything wrong had he
1: no i do not think neil had got to hannah though and had a little moan about it that's what that's I felt, and it, and it was also Hannah's contacts that had got overlooked for the job, and she knew that ah, they were, yes they were well savvy, uh, they were pig savvy, and
2: uh, yeah that's I think true. she
1: she was aware of that as well. Mm. I mean, I, I is it not pronounced Savaloy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say there that I mean for a long, long time when George emerged as this new annoying duplicitous character a lot of people were saying god where is emma when emma comes in she'll sort him out like she mm. went she can't be seeing through all his bullshit but yeah she nagged him a bit about moving in with Nanner and etc but at the same time she is as blinkered as every as susan isn't she oh like he's mm. the best and he's gonna go far and he's really made something of himself i mean i think i just typed emma's a f-ing twat into twitter yeah. the other night because she was that was actually annoying me. But I think that's because yeah. I know a lot of... Growing up, I knew a load of kids that were wrong hands, and their parents just could not see it. You know, mm. even when the other parents had to go to them and say, look, they did this, this, and this, they'd be like, no, not my insert name of kid here. And I've got yeah. that vibe off of her. So even though she was off mic during the gestation of George in this modern form that we've got him, yeah, I just think it's building for some horrible rivalry between tracy and emma like there's going to be a family split and it's going to be a brad's brad is still seen as the dishonest one in the whole bench mm. scandal isn't he yeah, yeah I, I don't know i like him because he's a he's an asshole and in the same way that i liked philip but i also wanted philip to be caught
2: yeah mm. true but you're right about emma because even when neil was saying um Martin arranged everything. The answers were all rehearsed. Um, he's Martin's not a good role model. Emma was not absorbing anything that Neil was saying to her; just ignored him and talked all over him, didn't she?
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. She's a she's very blinkered and blinded. I think it's going to end up with. I don't know if you've ever seen Hannibal, when the character Cordell p- pushes uh, Gary Oldman's Mason Verger character into the pig pen <laughs> in his wheelchair. <laughs> Like Anthony Hopkins goes, Cordell, just push him in. You could always say it was me, and just leaves with <laughs> Clary Starling. And uh, I think it's going to be mm. something like that. Martin's going to say, like, push her in, George. Gibson.
2: Yeah, Gibson. I just, I'm, I'm sort of rooting for George, though, a bit. And I hey, have Jane. been before in the past, um, bearing in mind how, where he's come from, his situation. And I know that doesn't excuse... Everything he's done, but I still think he's so young. He
0: talked us through it, didn't he? He, he, he said to um, Ed and Will, he was like, You know, you guys might be used to it, but I'm the mm. laughing stock. I spend half my time kind of like, you know, deflecting jokes about my weird family, you know, this kind yeah. of this sex cult living on a farm. Mm. So, you know, I'd, and I, also, <laughs> bit... you
1: say, Yeah, we said once before they, that Emma is David Koresh, didn't we? Yeah. And, like, and it's just Waco, that place.
2: Oh, God, I'm not wholly blinkered and think he's great, but I do think he's got reasons for his behaviours, really.
0: He's also, all the characters we tend to like are characters who, like real life, are nuanced, have good, you know, have shade. Mm. And and that's definitely George. Like, he has moments when he's quite charming. He's obviously incredibly self-centred and selfish, but then he's also young, so you give a certain amount of a pass to it. I just think he's quite a kind of, interesting character like you know it's like everyone hated manchester united for all the way through the 90s and early 2000s because of their relentless success but i was always like well just second you never they've never bored you the same thing with arsenal i never hated manchester united or arsenal as a neutral because they never bored me they if you went to the pub and watched Mm. them it was worth your you know worth your time and money you know to to hate derby or bolton or west ham don't you know my team (laughs) Are you saying George
1: is going to dishonor and discredit the FA Cup by leaving to go and play in the World Club, cha- Club
0: Championship? <laughs> yeah. Um, George is definitely a half and half scarf kind of guy.
2: you know. <laughs> I,
1: I think the problem for me is I get all of that that you say about George. And like I said, I, you do want a bad guy. I, I think what I don't like is it's to the detriment of Brad. That angle of it pisses me off a bit, mm. I think. And we yeah. need to know that, like, Brad is this really cool, sweet, caring kid. And he's now being judged through the prism of this situation that George has cooked mm. up.
0: Well, think of it like um, stinging nettles and dock leaves. Where there's are stinging nettles, it tends to be dock leaves. So more George means more Brad, because I think they're, like I said before, they're like Joe and um, what's his name, uh, who is his big rival, Bert. Mm hmm. You know, they get, they're going to be joined at the hip for decades to come, kind of battling it out gradually, getting older and older until eventually we'll forget that George was ever a shitbag.
1: Oh, no, I really want, I really want, well, I don't want Brad to go, but at the same time, I'd like him to get out of Ambridge. You know,
0: like you said, yeah. go
1: and go and discover the cure for all diseases on Earth.
0: <laughs> anyway so i need a couple of likely lads to work at my superconductor factory um and then you know jim will be you know up in arms his space station exactly. oh this you know. is going to
1: be it isn't he he's going to be brad's going to be tesla and bloody george is going to be marconi isn't
2: he uh, i hope so that'd be better than listening to someone talking about grass trumpets <laughs>
0: Do you know I've been I've been getting the grass trumpets the last couple of weeks. I've been I think I think my diet's been absolutely terrible. <laughs> you know, so I need to.
2: <laughs> I did think they said ass trumpet actually when I was listening properly. Yeah. Can you
1: play Danny Boy, Peter?
2: <laughs> well, what
0: with my ass trumpet? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what that's what Erin, um, if indeed that mm. is her name, said that Paddy could play on a on his ass trumpet.
0: If you had Mister Methane's incredible colonic power would you would you even consider going on the stage and you know making a living out of it? do you you remember mr methane kerry
2: what does he do a stage show of farts yeah all through the
0: 90s like you couldn't you know like basically he toured the country doing like gigs in student towns um
2: Right, can we have a link to that in our uh, pod description? Wait, well, he's, he's quite—he's quite
0: a skinny man, and from from memory, he had quite a strong regional accent. So he was kind of—I don't—I can't remember which one it was. But he was right. kind of up there. Yeah, his
1: his Wikipedia page is a fucking riot. <laughs> Paul Oldfield, better known by his stage name Mr Methane, is a British flatulist or professional farter <laughs> who started performing in 1991. This is the bit that killed me. He briefly retired in two thousand and six but restarted in mid two thousand and seven.
2: Um retiring from being a flatulist. Yeah, he yeah. worked
1: on the railways before focusing on his flatulence performances. And under his <laughs> and he's from Macclesfield, age fifty seven. Um mm. and uh under Medium it says Farter.
0: Uh Kerry, I've just wow. sent you a few links so that you can get your head round um, what oh. we're talking about. I mean, he, he, he does look like someone who's literally finished his shift as a plumber at five, done a costume change in the back of his van, and then gone on stage.
1: He, did, oh uh, he, worked, he, used to, he was a railway worker. He used to work on the rails before. Um, as a plumber. Apparently, he discovered his ability at the age of 15 whilst, when practicing yoga.
0: His ability. <laughs> uh what the rest of us call a you know a, a bowl of beans
2: <laughs> yeah i wonder what his diet is what does a flatulist eat oh he had an app
1: as well android developed an app for him but it was rejected by apple <laughs> funnily enough
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway did you used to call it a grass trumpet i've never heard that i know what they're talking about you know where you sort of no, it's just making
0: childish just yeah. any opportunity. I heard the word trumpet, something vaguely sounding like arse. I was like, okay, here we go. Bum, You know, um, bum joke.
2: I know, no, I know. But when you put the blade of grass between your thumbs and make the noise of a cockerel, which I presume is what they're talking about. It, it's never been called a grass trumpet in my...
0: No, I didn't honor. think it's one of those. It's, it's you know, like how, how often do you deal with it? It needs a specific name.
2: I don't know. Yeah, what do you call it?
0: It'd be like it'd be like stone skimming, having a particular name, like you know, mm. flinging or something. Like if you said someone, "Oh, let's go flinging," you'd be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah, I think we used to call them grass whistles. Oh, that sounds like something you
1: get down a back alley, doesn't it, in Soho? <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure that was what we called it when we were a kid. Mm. You're right. You're looking for a grass whistle. <laughs>
0: So somehow we've drifted quite severely from um George. I, I wish I'm like you, Carrie, I wish nothing but the best mm-hmm. for George. And Matthew, if it cheers you up, it does I think it definitely guarantees more bread around. Um so you know, um bring it on, I say. Um earlier on one of you was taught one of you mentioned divisive families, and I immediately thought to myself, there's a segue to Bridge Farm, but then I <laughs> I thought we still have more um sorry, more George to go. Um I said on the WhatsApp group which would be worse working for bridge working at Bridge Farm or being part of the family. I know it's one and the same, but it's as dysfunctional a place to work as it is a place to live, right? It's just
2: awful. Yeah, Tony was very good at acting this week, too, didn't you think, when he got got the box?
1: Yes, I went very team Tony. I must admit, because I thought a couple of weeks ago Pat was going to rumble them first, didn't I? And that Mm. would be where the shit hit the fan and it didn't happen that way. That was a lovely touch, though, the parcel. And also the fact that Tony went, no, look at the label, look who it's from, and everyone's thinking, Rob,
2: Rob. Rob." Yes, because the episode ended there, didn't it? With us left in suspense about who it was from.
1: No, we got Schaefer Bass, didn't we? I think we got that in that
2: Sunday episode. Oh, did we? I think so, yeah, it wasn't a... Oh, yeah, sorry, apparent. yeah. It, it, the scene ended where he went, look who it's from. It went then to Hannah and Neil, didn't it? Talking about interviews. Yeah, sorry, you're right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then suddenly the faceless corporate monstrosity now has his granddaughter's face. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah.
1: I, I thought it was quite interesting, speaking of Bridge Farm, what you were saying there, Peter, was that uh, Pat said to Helen, well, Tony, will, Tony and Tom will have to see sense or life at Bridge Farm will become unbearable. I thought the, the verb become is doing a lot of heavy lifting there,
0: really, isn't it?
2: What a funny old bunch they are. Mm. I, I don't mean funny, obviously. Hideous is what I mean. I
0: felt ch- chunks of my life expectancy fall away with every mention of the word brand. I was just like, there goes my late 90s. <laughs> There's any chance of making my 90s at all. It was just, just it felt like body, bodily damage. I did... Did I mention this on air? I did. When I went up to Norfolk, we went to this incredibly nice kind of like bridge farm kind of operation where they had a massive, great big um, barn that they converted into like a cafe and breakfast hall and you could buy all the food. And it was, it was like, you know, Fallon's cafe times 10, but you know, with a goat's field next to it. And anyway, it was just really, really cool. But and I was like, oh, my God, you know, they make so much money today. And I'm like, but, you know, it must just be one day a week. And then um, our friend was saying, no, no, it's every day. It's packed. Pensioners drive for miles around. Mm-hmm. And so I did start to see, like, some of the cash that could be generated if it was done properly and how maybe when we hear them saying, you know, um, the Bridge uh, the, the Bridge Fresh and the, the Bridge you know, Bridge Farm brand and all this sort of stuff, it's easy mm-hmm. to kind of view them as being a little bit Mickey Mouse. But then you remember the personalities involved. There's no way they would have got it this slick or this big. And that window that they've been going on about is mm. uh, its some tatty old piece of rotted wood with a kind of like borrowed piece of glass in it. And <laughs> I don't know, I just am I am I being too reasonable trying to imagine it is actually like a proper big slick operation?
2: Well, I think we're meant to believe that, aren't we? Yeah. Because they've been doing it long enough uh, for it to be, in in inverted commas, successful, haven't they? And uh, But but I thought, like, Tony and Pat had actually retired, hadn't they, and sort of kind of taken a step back. So it's funny how much control they still want to have. Like, in theory, he did come around in the end, didn't he, Tony, and said, um, or Pat said, sorry, to Tony, that actually the future of the farm is in their hands and we've got to just trust Christ. them.
1: <laughs> yes. You know that Natasha's already wanged that money on something else, hasn't she? Mm. There's no nest egg for Nova and Nova and Saren. They've already mm. bloody spent it, or she has. Tom doesn't know.
0: What's Welsh for accumulator bet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, That bit where they was it Helen said to Pat, Tom looked like he was going to cry? And she said, that's not like Tom. I was like, were you at the
2: wedding? <laughs> yeah. I think Natasha was played quite well, wasn't she? Where she was just like, oh, sorry, Tony. you know, We had to do it for the money. You've got to see that it was like a really great idea to do to mm-hmm. secure their future.
0: Yeah, I like how there's a touch of the Susans about her, how she just sometimes says these incredibly crass things in her mm. effort to be nice. And yeah. and I thought that Tony would have been well within his rights to say, "Look, Natasha, I'm not helping. Like you, mm. Can you can you park it, please?"
1: <laughs> there,
0: there was that bit
1: when he said, um, "It was on Sunday's episode, wasn't it?" Where he said, "Like uh, Helen said, I'm going to go outside and do whatever." And Tony was like, "You deal with it. I can't trust myself to be polite to anyone." <laughs> I just imagined he was going to go outside, and Harrison would be like, "Cracking <laughs> rogation today, Tony." Fuck off, filth! <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, you know, I do feel for Tony. It's it's awful what what has happened, isn't it? It's so pure greed. You can't trust Tom to do anything at all. But it's a bit weird that they're suddenly thinking, "Oh, Tom and Natasha are perhaps not the best kind of people." <laughs> you know that they. Have been quite blind to what they're really like, haven't they? No no amount of Welsh fudge is going <laughs> to paper over this crack, is it? No.
1: And I mean, Tom and Natasha's courtship was like Mayfly-style short, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. It was ludicrous. Like, she came to do some assessments and business advice. Tom was still shagging Hannah at that point in a mm-hmm. friends-with-benefits relationship. And then suddenly... He just made the switch. They got engaged yeah. and got married. And then she freaked out and ran off to Khandudna for a couple of yeah. weeks or something. We never really know what happened there.
2: And she's um, not into this Evesham idea, is she? Because she's thinking about childcare and the, the fact that they'll be detached from everyone. She likes this setup where they've got quite a lot of support, I think.
1: Well, she did say to him, All your money and your inheritance is tied up in this farm. So she is always thinking about the money, isn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah have you been to evesham no okay here's a poem it's called i've been there it's uh, a poem it's called things i like about evesham (laughs) there's a very good 80s glam rock band from evesham called wrath that had a great single in about 1988 called nana nuclear rocket which was a bit ramones-esque but apart from that Mm, i don't even know where it is it's in worcestershire isn't it no idea did I tell you once that I played cricket with a kid on the green in Evesham, and the kid asked my he asked my parents, "Could I join in?" And my dad said, "Yeah." And when my dad asked, "What's your name?" the little kid said, "Dean Martin."
2: Yes, I remember that story. I did not recall it was in Evesham. That was in Evesham yeah. by the
1: river. And when I bowled him out, he got shitty. And my dad said, yeah, you better let it go, or we we'll get a he'll get Sammy Davis Jr. on you." <laughs> and then his parents went, "Come on, Dean, we're leaving." <laughs>
2: he i obviously tom's not gonna go is he he how can he afford this organic market garden they can't anyway? they, they couldn't afford it yeah because natasha's already talking about special loan places isn't she to do it well she seems
1: to be trying i mean it's very manic this week isn't it because you've got tony and tom going at each other and in between he throws eversham in tony's face Mm. And then you've got Natasha going, oh no, well, no, no, we're not really going there. It's just a pipe dream. (laughs) She keeps throwing in little disclaimers. I got, Mm. I listened to them on 1.5 tonight on the way (sighs) home from work the whole week. And then just as I'd finished listening to Thursdays, I put on Fridays on normal speed and it was Helen and Natasha. And my God, taking it down that half a speed. Mm. I thought I'd done Ketamin. They were
2: talking (laughs) so slowly. Oh, about it not was, having a brownie.
1: I really did have a vision at some point. It, we later heard it was Tony fixing a style, but I imagined he was angrily drilling holes into the heads of all the Schaefer Bass teddies whilst just <laughs> denying Tom.
2: Expensive teddies and musical toys.
1: Mm. Oh well. Where does this end? Because and it's only overseas, the ads. Yeah. So does that does that mean Rob sees it when he goes back to Minnesota?
2: Well, do you not think Rob might have some sort of illness, or is Miles yeah. bullshitting?
1: Well, Miles said you don't understand, which led us. I mean, I just thought Rob's yeah. dying, isn't he? He's maybe yeah. he's got the same thing that um, Urs- Ursula is Ursula, yeah. Brother? Maybe there's some hereditary illness in there, and what, that's what terminal
2: emptiness. B- <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean the Titchener brothers—they must be a great laugh. Imagine Christmas round there, their gaff. <laughs> Pass the gravy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But when you heard Miles, did you think it was Rob or not? Or did you know it wasn't? Or did you know who it was or anything? I think think my brain tricked me into thinking
1: it's him. And then I just thought, no, it's just too bloody obvious Mm. for it to be him, isn't it? But then who is it? Is he cloning himself?
2: I wished it had been him. It would have all sort of kicked off sooner.
1: We're going to find out on Sunday what the story is. Well, Helen said, get out.
0: You'll never, 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 never see him again or something. And it's like, oh, I'm just a second, Helen. Um, yes, the, the courts say that he is allowed supervised. Um, uh, <laughs> and do you really want to go to jail again? He's
2: actually been uh, told that he can host Jack's birthday party. And he's not taken in bowling or to see Pat's goats, so he's going to have a much nicer time with him.
0: I don't think that anything that Rob did is supportable. I don't think that you can say anything nice about about him. Like I don't, you know. But does he have rights? I mean, is is that is his mistreatment of? Because when you read the newspapers, when you see see the newspapers, there's all there's there's lots of examples of kind of. Mm. um people who have been through similar experiences to Helen who are you know forced to let their children go and have supervised access with the father I I I don't think she can stop him from seeing them can she yeah I'm I'm completely ignorant by the way and I'm I'm not I'm trying to say this carefully because I don't want to upset anyone and I'm not I'm not trying to suggest I have a a desire for Rob to to, to see Gideon. I don't
2: think they will say that though, because is there's that no contact order thing, probably using yeah. the wrong term, where he's not allowed to actually go near either of them, is he?
0: Yeah, I don't know. But there's also the I mean this is a long way down the line. But at a certain age, uh Gideon what's his real name? Jack. <laughs> Jack. I'm on I'm on Team Rob on that one. I'm always going to call him Gideon.
2: Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> but Gideon um will eventually be you know of age and he will he might want to see his father and also we all know 100% certain Gideon will be a ronin it will be passed down Ooh. it's just too easy for the script writers isn't it that yeah. just like you know the rob is in him and he'll be an absolute mm. monster
1: you know that Helen's taken out a non molestation order is it possible for all of the listeners to take out a non edible forestation order <laughs>
0: I'm going to be very happy when AI enables me to kind of like say, you know, play the archers minus Adam and <laughs> Tony and Pip. And oh, we haven't heard from Pip for ages. It's been f-ing brilliant. Anyway, yes. Um, but you know, just
2: don't manifest her by saying her name. Oh my god, oh my you're my right. It's like god. Beetlejuice.
0: It's like, Pip. There, I say it a third time. Let's test it. Let's see what happens this week. Pip. I've said it three times now. Shit.
1: There's a second Beetlejuice coming, isn't there? There's a sequel with the original cast.
0: Yeah, that was a cracking movie. Was that Bill? Was that one of there was that kind of Tim Burton's breakout movie?
1: Oh god, can I tell? I have to confess something. I've only ever seen Beetlejuice once, and you might have to bleep this out. I was on acid.
2: <laughs> Don't bleep <laughs> that.
1: It really freaked me out. It was a long, long time ago. It was kind of like round about the time that it came out. Hey, um, Timothy, who played Rob Titchener. I think the bio, I mean, we know that the BBC Archer's page is a bit dusty. Timothy on Rob. He's a man determined to look for the positives. Despite not wanting to have left Canada, he is keen to become part of the community and is skilled at deflecting any criticism of the Borchester Land Dairy Project. And that's the end of it.
2: Brilliant. That's like, you know, Kerry Davis was talking on Twitter about the reason why no one is doing the Archer's twitter and stuff is because of bbc cuts and he said thanks to this current government
1: Ooh! so thanks to this current current government they think rob titchener is just he's <laughs> yeah. that sounds about right actually doesn't it
2: yeah you mentioned adam there yes um what kind of a week do you think he's <laughs> I out
0: i just i thought you would be kind of like you know dance you know you always send that flamenco gif uh, uh, of the of the kind of like the spanish woman kind of flinging her skirt around in gay abandon (laughs) that was you in your kitchen listening to um (laughs) his sister basically saying in not so many words uh yeah it's it's not me it's you
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah cancelled she backtracked so much didn't she uh whoever she is about the (laughs) ireland trip That was so funny. And he was really, um, when he was doing chit chat, oh, my God, it was hilarious. He kept doing strange chuckles at the end of every sentence and everything was amazing.
0: And these weird things he had in common with his dad. It's like, oh, my God, I like breathing and walking, too.
2: (laughs) I once made a sandcastle.
0: Yeah. But at one point, she was going to say like, "This is so
1: incredible." Like you saying, "Like we both work for charities in Africa." And I thought she was going, "Yeah, and we're both called Adam." Oh, sorry, I've gone too far. Uh, my name's Erin. <laughs> I tell you what. I mean, maybe some people are immune to this, but Adam <laughs> is annoying. But from some, as someone who lived in Dublin for ten years, Erin is annoying as shit as well. Mm. She's like that voice is plucked straight off morning breakfast local radio. It's so irritating like Ooh. oh we're so wacky and we're gonna do a uzo shots and boy, like, mm. oh piss off
2: loads of shots yeah also did you because you're you've got your irish uh history of having lived there did you notice that she said that paddy's yeah, favorite dubs, gaelic yeah. football team were the dubs
1: yeah, but I presume But he's an ulster that he has some ties to Dublin or maybe this is just meant to show some gaping holes in the story. Yeah, the dubs they're the blues. They're like the yeah. the team from Dublin. And um she also rec- she also called mm. Dublin Bay Dubs Bay. I lived there for ten years. I've never heard anyone call it that ever.
2: Oh, I heard that. I thought she said Dog's Bay. Well, oh, maybe
1: she did then. Maybe she did say Dog's Bay. I, I was listening on 1.5. Is
2: that a place?
1: <laughs> yeah, she might, she might have just been <laughs> oh, yeah. talking about Dog's Bay then.
2: Is there a Dog's Bay?
1: There is Dog's Bay, it's, but it's on the West Coast. I think it's near Galway.
2: Ah. Uh, that's where the sandcastle thing happened, I think, wasn't it? Suddenly, weirdly, he was a sandcastle competition winner. How did he find time between his ass trumpet?
0: Is there a chance that we've got ourselves distracted by being dis, by disliking Adam? So we're just kind of like very, very easily believing the kind of like the slight sort of shimmy, where it's like, oh, she didn't like him, and then Brian has to console him, and actually Matthew's suspicion that she's, uh, uh you know, up to no good or she's a bullshitter is is maybe mm. maybe the truth because I that that was my initial reaction. I didn't even consider she might dislike Adam. I thought she was um obfuscating and trying to hide you know the fact that she wasn't really a sister
2: yeah she's definitely doing that but it's funnier to think it's because she doesn't like adam (laughs) that she doesn't want to have anything
0: oh so you think you think it's that obvious
2: what that it's yeah that she's going oh no you you can't come to ireland because then you'll realize i don't work in that department store i don't live i haven't got any it's
0: just it's just, this happens all the time. Uh, there's all these things that I think I'm so clever for having worked out. And in fact, it's just the exact plot.
2: <laughs> Why really? I do? for you. No. You're, you're just not. listening
0: to the archers. Okay. Oh, um, there's that.
2: <laughs> right. It makes your brain go funny. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It makes your, your head go concave. Um There was that moment where, what were her reasons that you can't come and visit? My friends are always busy. No, my friends are always going away and I'm a bit chocker. I was
2: like, what? what's that got to do with i'm chocker 24/7 and, and and she said and some of my friends are going through a hard time as well it was like she was su- just it was a stream of consciousness anything just like and i've left a pan <laughs> of milk on yeah. and
1: uh <laughs> oh i mean yeah she works in a dublin department store so it could be arnotts but Well, she doesn't mm. work in a dublin department store does she uh, brown thomas is the fanciest one you've got arnotts and uh, Harvey Nix, where I used to chef as well. I don't know which one she's working at.
2: Have you met her? Uh,
1: Several times. Millions of different names. (laughs) Is it possible (laughs) that she's using one of those Bluetooth things on her phone to snaffle everyone's uh, numbers and details from their phones as she sat around there? Because it's funny at the same time that there's this story rumbling Ah. on where Alice keeps... Yeah. Bank Alice keeps thing. hassling people for their bank yeah. details. And suddenly mm. a number that might be Phoebe's will suddenly pop back up in Alice's phone and go, Alice, I've completely changed my mind. <laughs> Send me all the money. Phoebe, yeah. here's my new bank details.
2: I did have the same thought as you, but not quite as sophisticated. I didn't think about Bluetooth. I just was thinking... Why do they keep mentioning bank details when this wrong is yeah. around? That's as far as I got.
0: Kerry, if you had thought of the technological answer, I would have immediately known we'd have a body <laughs> snatching situation. Exactly. If I back, what have you done with exactly. Kerry? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Queen of the Luddites. So you're not Kerry thick,
1: <laughs> What is that crime? Is it like blue? I want to say it's like blue snaffling or something. That also sounds like something you get down a back lane in Soho. But it's the ability yeah. of someone with a Bluetooth thing on their phone that, if you're swiping your card in a bar or restaurant, their phone can nab your details.
2: Oh. Bloody how! It's best not to go out. No,
0: just it? lock yourself in a case of lead.
2: Yeah, just stay indoors.
0: <laughs> carry carry at home with a case of Ritz crackers <laughs> and uh, Eurovision reruns. And
1: loads of Melbourne. All uh, I mean. Yeah. Flashing. she might actually get into the uh the home farm accounts through adam's phone all she does all she needs to do is like make a withdrawal and put a note on the withdrawal extra weird re- rewiring of the cottage <laughs> twenty twenty thousand. the
0: irony is she doesn't realize she could have just um uh, adam would have just cut give him the cut she, he would have done it for her like
2: oh you want to steal the bridge farm <laughs> yeah. no yeah, i'll help you yeah. i've done that yeah. before yeah
0: yeah, like when he said to her,
1: you know, the things we wish we'd done, like not lifted five k out of the company accounts without telling him.
2: <laughs> but she's said she's she's um, emailed him photographs and was saying, "Oh, you look just like uh, dad when you're not happy." I thought, well, that's all the time. But do you think what she's done is sent him photos of Adam, but sort of slightly AI'd them so that they look? <laughs> a little bit morphed. So it's like, that's Dad. And it'll be like Adam's face a bit sort of contorted.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just got an image of a little log on a beach stood next to a (laughs) sandcastle. There's Dad. He was a bit diminutive (laughs) by this time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or a log (laughs) in the crowd at a dubs game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, dear. And they'll go, oh, yes, you see. I hope she's not a scammer at all.
0: <laughs> I did really enjoy Brian being the kind of caring well, stepfather. Well, I mean,
1: we know, didn't we? Because I said that I saw some people had shared on Facebook that that the last time Paddy came to Ambridge, Brian sent him packing with his tail between his legs and mm. prevented him from meeting Adam. So it's funny that you've got this. Yeah.
2: He's got a tail.
0: <laughs> well, Pip, Pip had a
2: Has Adam got a tail as well? That's the similarity.
0: Uh, (laughs) Did Adam get pictures from Erin or was he just showing them on the phone?
2: He said, thank you for emailing them to me. I'm going to print them out.
0: So Brian can see them then and say, that's not Paddy. (gasps) That's a lot.
2: Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Or doesn't Sykesy know him as well? No,
1: Sykesy doesn't know him. We just want him to know him.
2: Ah, right. Okay
1: yeah so we might have someone just say like who is yeah imagine him like adam that's uh (laughs) that's peter lawford what the are you talking about (laughs) he famously had a holiday on the west coast of ireland you moron
2: yeah or he'll say something like no 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 that that's rory hodgson (laughs) yeah Like it would just be some other
1: guy. Complete. There was a moment where yeah. I was about to tweet when he started <laughs> heaping praise on Adam, and I was about, I was, I was mid t- tweet, like, "How pissed is Brian?" But then Adam just suddenly went, "How many of those whiskers have you?" He had, said Brian? it. And I was like, "Delete tweet, it's not required."
2: <laughs> yes. How much have you drunk? Um, yeah, because Brian. It started well, didn't it? When he, when Brian went, "It's never too early for a scotch." Like, yes. Um and um, um, obviously Brian went really OTT that you're a great brother, a father, a husband, a son, a stepson. Yeah. It was like so many different versions of Adam that are amazing. Suddenly, thoroughly decent chap. Yeah. Um, and then Adam is now going to ask. Do you think he just buttered him up so that Adam does ask Tony if he can spend <laughs> for a few days to help Brian out?
1: Yeah, I loved. I love Brian saying, hmm, trouble in organic
2: paradise, huh? Oh, yes. Yeah, he loved that stuff isn't going well with our uh, tone, didn't he? And I liked that they laughed about needing to differ in opinion at least twice a day or it won't be any fun. And it ended, cheers. Well, yeah, (laughs)
1: a a cautionary note here. Brian Brian was Mm. on quite a big old health kick, wasn't he, as a result of Jenny's condition which we didn't know at the time. That mm. was why he was on that health kick. And Jen is gone. Mm-hmm. We've heard Brian getting stuck into the grog a couple of times this week, pint of shires, several whiskies, and now he's going to back work full-time on the farm next week while Stella's away. And as we said, that receipt for the drill is going to be in the drawer. What might happen?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And also he's bonding with Adam, isn't yeah, he? Yes,
1: it's the, it's the Four Horsemen, isn't it? It's the end of days, bonding with Adam. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know something's yeah. up when that happens.
0: For well, did it not say in the Book of Gideon? <laughs> when the dull log man doth <laughs> yes. get ripped off by the Irish DJ.
2: Book of Henry <laughs>
1: in the New Testament, isn't it?
2: Oh, and speaking of DJing, Freddie won the Eurovision competition. He did. He?
0: I don't know how you two do it i I it's, I it's it's like i don't know i might as well be remembering my first day <laughs> at kindergarten trying to remember some last sunday's episode <laughs> you knew
2: it was on sunday though <laughs> yeah
0: true yeah
1: it was a, a natalo house set he was doing wasn't it
2: yeah oh I, yeah 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 i, think I so.
1: get it i mean i get i get it now i was like why was harrison congratulating him in sweden swedish and it's because they were sweden rigged the Eurovision didn't they so they can host it next year and have ABBA
2: oh yes I did I loved it when Harrison said thanks for roasting us <laughs> I was like oh what what sort of spit roasting was going on at the Eurovision Barry had so many pints of shires <laughs> yeah.
1: that he thought that the the Brookfield von Trapps were actually singing and weren't lip-syncing
2: oh <laughs> and wanted their autographs
1: Yeah, I think he's been like mixing shires with his ferret medication. He's been (laughs) his uh, his ferret, his pet rat scab. No, it's rat, isn't it? He's got rat scabies. Yeah, don't know. He does have a ferret as well. I'm sure I haven't dreamt that. Um, Anyway, such nonsense probably Mm. precipitates an ad, doesn't it? God, yes. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
0: So guys, we've done it. We made it through uh, a week of Adam, Tony, um, Pips coming next week, unfortunately, thanks to my ADC. <laughs> Um But I, no, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it a bit, Gary, because I, yeah, yeah, that was a tough, that was a tough week for me. Although, as I said, I did, I did get some pleasure out of um, George, and I, 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 you know, and I, I think Matthew will. Do you think there's any chance you'll come around to being a George fan, Matthew? Or was that? Oh, I
1: am, I am a George fan, but at the same time, I want him to be found out. It's difficult, isn't it? You know, yeah. I, I loved that you know, we don't know, no one else knows except us, almost House of Cards, like that we were in on The Secret with Gavin and Phil about the slaves and nobody knew. Mm. But you do want them to get caught. So, but I, I think George's fall will be far less heavy than Phil's.
2: Mm. Oh, God, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah bre- um, uh, breaking up a, a, a bench is a little bit, less serious than
2: <laughs> I was gonna say he's barely done anything. He's seventeen or eighteen.
0: If 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 Matthew becomes a magistrate, bloody hell, watch <laughs> <Yeah>. out.
2: <laughs> it's equivalent to slave driving. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thirty thirty years for, for knocking over a bike or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah.
0: Matthew, so if people want to um, tap into your uh, uh, extreme ideas of corrective <laughs> justice, where do, you, where do they go to find you?
1: Well, they could come to the Facebook page where you can find us. It's a group <laughs> called the, the Sider Shed Podcast, which you completely got the name wrong of last week, but then we got loads of um, traction yeah. on, the, on the site. Yeah, lots of people got in touch. Sh- shona has got in touch to say, what is Aaron up to? Or maybe Martin or both. I, yeah, Martin, we think it's just cheap labor don't we um mm. lots of talk about erin being gullible um uh, from tr talk and about our oh, will tom and natasha split um she also said that like pat always sounds like she's talking to her teeth well you know you're we're big fans of pat here um we uh-huh. also have an instagram account which is at the cider shed pod you can find us there uh one good bit of news that we discovered on Instagram this week and I had a bit of a back and forth with the lovely Ryan Early is that he's landed a role on Corrie.
2: Yes. Which is
1: big news, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Um, and he's part of a couple joining, isn't he? Which yes. seems to be, I don't know, hinting at them being there a while, really.
1: I, yeah. I mean, I did message him and say, mm. uh, I really hope like this isn't, you know, hopefully a long life for your Cory ca- character instead of like being assassinated by ninja ninjas on the toilet next week, in <laughs> week two. Because he said he was very—he always gets killed off very early yeah. in shows, didn't <laughs> he? And he said that he really wanted to come back in one show, but it was a bit moot because they'd beheaded him. Um, <laughs> they even killed him off in heartbeat, which uh, you know I thought was a bit extreme.
2: So is he going to get killed off as Lee?
1: No, well, he he did say words to the effect of like they'd have to drag him kicking and screaming out of uh, out of Ambridge. So I don't think so.
2: Oh, so is that happening next week? <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> so that's confirmation. Yeah, they arrive. They arrive at Felpersham Lanes. Rob's there <laughs> at the end with all the, the pins ready to go, and the bowling ball is Lee's head.
0: I don't think karate works very well against a a, a cricket bat with a six <laughs> foot two man wearing a helmet. <laughs> Oh, dear. Anyway, uh, I'd you know, I'd, I'd be perfectly fine hearing um, Lee beaten to death by Rob. That'd be absolutely fine. Great. Kerry, um, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. if people want to disagree with what I just said, where, do they, where can they find us on Twitter? Yeah,
2: please flock in your numbers to at the Cider Shed Pod on Twitter. It's a right laugh. And um, we've had two new five-star reviews as well this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one of them's entitled Cool Kids. And it's from M slash GC App Sock. And they say the cool kids blether about the archers. Other podcasts are available, but they can be a bit earnest. Don't know what they mean. And Mm. the other one is um, Irreverent And is the title, dot, dot, dot. And this is by Mon Critic. And they say, "Bang on the button!" Oh, irreverent, and bang on the button. A witty, perceptive pricking of the Ambridge balloons. <laughs> nice pause there, Kerry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then dot 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 dot. And Peter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, thank you so much for your reviews. Love them. They mean a lot and help us enormously.
0: Please, 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 if you have the time and the inclination, um, write a review. Um, you can find the details on our pod description and if you want to go that extra step and, um, show us some real love, then go to patreon.com forward slash the side shed. And yeah, we, as always, we say it, we say it and it, you, said, you know, like we say it lots, but it's, it's always true. It's such a huge, um, boost to us. Um, looking um, at all the long list of names and all the kind messages we get from the people Mm -hmm. who support us. So um, a big, big thank you as always. And um, yeah, if you're minded to, that's where to go.
2: Yes. Thank you kindly.
0: Yeah. Great. Thanks guys. Much appreciated. So Matthew, you have been pretending to pack up the house while your (laughs) um, beautiful wife has been slaving away at your um, new home. Um, so you need to rush off and um, uh, you know quickly moisten your um, shirt and um, look convincing. Don't you? That's <laughs> exactly
1: what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going to go in and I'm going to get into a wrestling match with an IKEA bed that needs to be dismantled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Kerry, you've got unfinished business with the, uh, the aforementioned box of um, Ritz, Ritz crackers. Yeah, Ritz
2: crackers are for the win. I've been reintroduced to Ritz crackers and I bloody love them. And the packaging is really good as well
1: no recession in that house
2: <laughs> yeah cheese sandwiches what <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god
2: yeah yeah that was horrific wasn't it i did yeah any road yes yeah, so have a have a lovely week everybody and um yes yeah. yeah, see you who's here next friday
0: uh, oh, i think we uh, all are I aren't think we? we're all here yeah
2: yay good
0: brilliant all right have fun bye see everyone bye
2: How our...